can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I'm your host and resident mythbuster, Joanna Fleming. In these bonus episodes, sometimes with the help of a special guest, I'll be answering your common beauty questions so you don't have to go digging for the answers yourself. So Hannah, welcome back to another Mythbuster episode. I've forced you into another one. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, you are an ocean lover or a beach lover, so I thought you would be the right person. Uh, to be honest, I don't really get into the ocean. I, I love the beach, but um, yeah, I like dip my toes in it. If it's too cold, I'm like, uh, and I walk back to, to where I was sitting. I don't go in the water at the beach pretty much ever. Like I could probably count on both hands how many times I've been in the water at the beach and actually swam in my whole life. Sometimes if I don't want to get in and I want to get my hair like salt watery, I just dip my head in. Like oh, I, I flip myself around, <laughs> dip my hair in and then oh, walk flip, back, flip ways. it around, dip it into the water and then off I go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Well, I know that you love your hair yes. from the ocean water. But our question that we're going to debunk today is why is my skin always great after spending time in the ocean? Now, all these questions are based off listeners asking these questions. So we're going to go through why this is the case. We've spoken about your hair with guests before, haven't we? Yeah, I, I did a YouTube video with Giles from um, Color Wow and I was asking him like why and he actually said that a friend of his would go to the ocean and bottle up the water. I think it was Giles that oh said that God. and bottle yeah. up the seawater yes. because That's there's right. no product on the market that I've tried. I haven't tried that many sea salt sprays to be fair, yeah. but I don't think that they can replicate like the seawater. The seawater is like... That's Mother Nature's gift to our hair. Like, we can't <laughs> replicate it. And some of this will apply to hair as well, but we're specifically kind of talking about skin here and how ocean water impacts our skin. So mm -hmm. to start with the basics, I guess, let's cover what's in seawater. So we know that it's got salt in it, but it also has a rich mineral content. So that can range from nutrients like magnesium, potassium, calcium, selenium, sodium, obviously being the salt and sulfur. Mm -hmm. And so it's the magnesium in that cocktail that has been found to be especially beneficial for people with dry skin and those with conditions like eczema and psoriasis. But if we're talking acne or like very oily skin or congestion prone skin, salt is also antibacterial and antimicrobial. So swimming in salt water can sometimes help to ward off that acne causing bacteria. Mm -hmm. But it's also worth saying that there can also be a lot of bacteria in seawater. So it's not all positive. Not everybody has a positive experience with ocean water. I was going to say that my skin feels after, like, I feel it quite to be quite drying. My skin feels dry as f after I've been in ocean water. Like, I yeah, don't same. like it, but some people are just like, when I've been on holidays, my skin just looks better. I just, I don't get as many breakouts. Yeah. And I wanted to mention along those lines, a lot of the time we're in ocean water is when we're on holidays. Mm. So what do holidays usually equal? <laughs> Less stress. So stress hormones can rise and trigger your oil glands to produce more oil. Mm -hmm. And then that can trigger the acne flares. 
So being a little bit more relaxed, enjoying your holiday, going swimming, all of those things combined might be helping you just to achieve Oh, the other thing that it's possible on holidays, Joe, is sleep because I sleep way better on holidays. Yes. Yeah. Of course. So more healing time for your skin as well. There's so many factors that come into this. I don't think it's just the ocean water in most instances, but there are a lot of places where people go swimming every day and that's just their daily routine. Yep. So I'm kind of saying as a general rule, most of us aren't going for a dip in the ocean every day. But if you are, you might find that your skin actually tends to get a little bit drier because you're exposing it so much to salt water Yeah. instead of just, you know, maybe you go for a swim a couple of times on the week that you're on holidays. Like I'm trying to think if like my, uh, I thought that question about the ocean, I couldn't understand that because I felt like the ocean was like quite, the salt and the ocean Mm. was quite drying. But maybe if you do get breakouts and then you all of a sudden you start to notice like the breakouts like clearing up, then you'd be like, oh my God, yes, this is really working. Um, But do you think that's also because when you're like, when you do have acne prone skin, like you do tend to use more drying products like that maybe yeah I would say that's a component of it for sure yeah and I think weather plays a huge part in this too and I was deep diving on this particular topic and was kind of reminded of back in the day that UV light therapy was actually used by dermatologists to treat acne Mm-hmm. So obviously since then we've come to understand that UV light can be very damaging on the skin, so it's not really used widely anymore. But there's definitely some evidence that UV rays can be anti-inflammatory and potentially assist in reducing acne-causing bacteria. So that could also be contributing to your skin appearing clearer after a holiday, but please make sure you're wearing SPF. But I do want to just mention that it could also be exposure to UV in a warmer climate or on a summer holiday that's also making your skin maybe appear a little bit better or, you know, the frequency of breakouts to be reduced. Can I also ask, maybe this is because it's on the opposite end of the spectrum, like you've got the drying effects of the sea, but then my skin when I'm away goes really, because it's so hot, I get really like oily, like not oil, it's not like bad oil, but maybe it's like it feels a little bit more hydrated because it's like my skin's producing more oil or something. Well, if you're in humid climates, it sometimes will produce more oil um, and also just the moisture and everything that's in the air if the humidity is higher. If you're in a dry heat, obviously it's a little bit different, but you can produce more oil and sometimes that can lead to people experiencing more breakouts or um, oiliness or congestion in general because of that humidity. But yeah, it's kind of different in dry heat. But for you being in Bali and Thailand, you're probably experiencing more of that like oil production or your skin just might feel more hydrated and like not as dry or stripped when you get out of the shower. I definitely feel my skin's better. Like I do. Yeah. It feels like really hydrated and plump when I'm overseas for some reason. So Mm. I do agree with that. What if we're spending heaps of time in the ocean? Can that make your skin worse? Yeah. So as I mentioned before, it can be really drying. If you're going for a dip in the ocean every single day and like swimmers will say this, that their hair and their skin just gets really, really dry. Yeah. So salt water has naturally astringent properties and that can make salt water really, really drying. So if you're in the ocean every day, you need to be replenishing that lost moisture with a mixture of, I'd say at least humectant and emollient ingredients that will hydrate and add moisture back to your skin so that you can prevent that dehydration. So I'm talking ingredients like your hyaluronic acid, your glycerin, 
your squalane. Um, so ingredients like that in your routine that can just help to replenish moisture back into the skin so that you don't end up with any issues down the track. And what are the best things that you can do for your skin at the beach? I very rarely go to the beach. I'm going to be honest with you. I So I hate sand, I hate wind, and I don't like the sun. So I like the beach. There's just nothing that would compel me to go to the beach. And on a hot day, like I've got friends of mine that go to the beach on a 40-degree day. I genuinely, that is torture to me. Mm. Like I hate the sound of that. So obviously SPF is a no-brainer. Even I'm going to say 40 degrees is too hot. Yeah, it's just there's nothing that... That would make me want to do that. So obviously SPF is a no-brainer and making sure you're reapplying it, mm-hmm. putting it on in the morning and then not reapplying it all day and then being shocked that you got burnt. Like, come on, guys, just keep reapplying every two hours. Wear protective clothing like a hat and you know maybe a lightweight shirt if you can. Mm-hmm. Take an umbrella or some kind of shade with you if you can. And another thing, avoid drinking alcohol while you're at the beach and just stick to your water because mm. alcohol can actually increase your risk of sunburn. So in Australia, obviously, there's a big drinking culture that goes hand in hand with summer Mm. and beachgoers, but that's something to be very mindful of if you're concerned about getting sunburned or you're very fair-skinned. So that is something that I would recommend. Do you have any tips? You're you're definitely more the beachgoer out of the two of us. What's in your beach bag? I do understand that when people go on holidays, like they do, like we can't just expect people to to say to people, like, do not go out into the sun. Like you're on holidays. Oh, totally. But what I would say totally. from my yeah. experience is like even just walking around or like going for walks, going like for a run, like there's activities that you're going to do outside, like that you always have like 50 plus on but even I find I wear 50 plus and I put it on every two hours Mm -hmm. and you do still like you can't help it but you'll still get a little bit of color and I almost think that like this whole like like I don't mind sitting down and reading a book I never stay for like hours and hours and hours but I might do like 20-30 minutes at the beach but that's gonna be like enough I like wouldn't spend eight hours out in the sun at the beach. That actually makes my skin crawl. So just like your everyday activities like around, Mm. like that's going to be probably more than enough sun. Like you you probably need to be really mindful that you're not just like sitting out there for hours. So, and the other thing, if you do want to go and sit at the beach or sit by the pool, like I Mm. have like an umbrella that I bought when I was up in Queensland. So like I brought that back with me and like a little, do you know what's really nice to have like a little chair? Yes. You have like a little chair under under an umbrella. Yes. So good. So that then the other thing with the hat is that you can get hats with UPF protection Mm. because I was finding that my, I was still getting like really bad melasma and I like my skin was just like getting tanned and I was like, Mm. but I'm wearing 50 plus and I've got a hat on and it's because like the hat wasn't providing enough protection, I would say. And it probably wasn't wide brim enough. So you can, I think um, lack of color, they do like wide brim hats with UPF protection if you want a brand. And then that's a really good tip. The only other tip, which we talk about all the time is like, If you find a facial SPF that you love, even if it's like a little bit more pricey than like you would want to spend, that is a better investment than buying like a super expensive hyaluronic acid or whatever. Like just invest in the sunscreen that you want to wear every day. Because for me, like the sunscreen that I use, I'm allowed to say this because I actually Am I allowed to say because I pay for it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I actually, I buy this sunscreen. I buy so many tubes of it. So ultraviolet supreme screen to me is like just like a hydrating moisturizer. It 
because I get sunscreen sent to me, but I'm like, no, I'm actually going to buy this sunscreen because I'm going to wear it every single day on holidays. Yeah. And particularly if you have pigmentation and melasma and like you just want to use a sunscreen that you're going to put on every morning and be happy to wear. Absolutely. So they're my tips. Great tips, Hannah. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I hope that answered your question about why is my skin always great after spending time in the ocean? And we've added a few extra nuggets of information there (laughs) about sun protection and the beach. Um, So thanks for joining me, Hannah, and taking your time out while you're in Bali. Appreciate it. Sure. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 